Good morning and welcome. I invite everyone at this time to please stand and join in singing hymn 690, found in the blue hymnals. continues on page one of our booklets. Bless the Lord who forgiveth all our sins. His mercy endureth forever. Almighty God, unto whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name through Christ our Lord. Hear what our Lord Jesus Christ saith. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is likened to it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. with you. Let us pray. Gracious Father, whose blessed Son, Jesus Christ, came down from heaven to be the true bread which giveth life to the world, evermore give us this bread, that he may live in us and we in him, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Spirit, 
One God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. The reading from the book of Joshua. The Lord said to Joshua, Today I have rolled away from you the disgrace of Egypt, and so that place is called Gilgal to this day. While the Israelites were camped in Gilgal, they kept the Passover in the evening on the 14th day of the month in the plains of Jericho. On the day after the Passover, on that very day, they ate the produce of the land, unleavened cakes and parched grain. The manna ceased on the day they ate the produce of the land, and the Israelites no longer had manna. They ate the crops of the land of Cana that year. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. second letter to the church in Corinth. From now on, we regard no one from the human point of view. Even though we once knew Christ from the human point of view, we know him no longer in that way. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ God was reconciled the world, the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting the message of reconciliation to us. So we are ambassadors for Christ. 
Since God is making his appeal through us, we entreat you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteous of God. The word of God. Thanks be to God. Our sequence hymn this morning is 393. It's found in the blue hymnal. I invite everyone to please stand and join in singing. We'll sing the first verse prior to the reading of the gospel, the second verse after. Please stand. gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory be to thee, O Christ. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to him. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, this fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. There was a man who had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of the property that will belong to me. So he divided his property between them. A few days later, the younger son gathered all he had and traveled to a distant country. And there he squandered his property in dissolute living. When he had spent everything, a severe famine took place throughout that country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him to his fields to feed the pigs. He would gladly have filled himself with the pods that the pigs were eating, and no one gave him anything. But when he had come to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired hands have bread enough and, have bread enough and to spare? But here I am dying of hunger. I will get up. And go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands. So he set off and went to his father's house. But while he was still far off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. And he ran and put his arms around him and kissed him. Then the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his slaves, Quickly, bring out a robe, the best one, and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. And get the fatted calf and kill it, and let us eat and celebrate for this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now his elder son was in the field. And when he came and approached the house, he heard music and dancing. He called one of the slaves and asked what was going on. He replied, Your brother has come, and your father has killed the fatted calf 
because he got him back safe and sound. Then he became angry and refused to go in. His father came out and began to plead with him. But he answered his father, listen, for all these years, I have been working like a slave for you, and I have never disobeyed your command. Yet you have never given me even a young goat so that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came back, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fatted calf for him. Then the father said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. But we had to celebrate and rejoice. Because this brother of yours was dead, and has come to life. He was lost and has been found. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise be unto thee, O Lord. God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. If there is one thing that the media tells me is that we as a people really enjoy schadenfreude, that German word that I mispronounced that means to take pleasure in another's failures or upheavals. If this were not so, why would it be that the tabloids splash on the front pages, headlines that always talk about the rich and the famous somehow wallowing in their own destruction and family dysfunction. Why is it that there is this popular milieu of entertainment that somehow explore the misbegotten lives of celebrities like the Kardashians? It seems if you add a royal title and a crown to the story, it brings even more fascination, sells more newspapers, and attracts more to the evening news. Yes, we like those headlines. We like hearing about the rich and the famous and their failures and their dysfunction. So is it any wonder that this morning's parable by Jesus happens to be one of the most beloved and favorite parables. It has everything the ancient world could give us in terms of tabloid story and press. Headline. Younger son of wealthy farmer basically says, you're dead to me. Give me my inheritance. Headline. Wealthy father humiliates himself and sells one-third of his property to meet son's demand. Headline, recalcitrant son squanders his money on loose living and winds up in poverty. But sadly, that is where the headlines would stop in today's world because they don't want to tell you the other side of the story. And Jesus, in telling this parable, isn't there to offer us the gossip of the day. But his story is about grace, forgiveness, and what it means to be heirs of the kingdom. 
because as the story continues, the headline in the Heavenly Gazette will read, Father graciously receives prodigal son back and offers him a role in the family. Prodigal son declared a member of the family once again with celebration in which fatted calf has been killed. It is here that we witness the unbelievable reality of what grace and forgiveness can look like. For Jesus shares this story unashamedly as a parallel to our relationship with the Creator itself. And in fact, brings in the storyline of Jesus' next act to humiliate himself even further by offering himself up on the cross while we as a people completely abandon him and God himself. But God, as Jesus tells us through this story, is a God of unconditional love. The God we follow and believe in is one of great grace and forgiveness and welcome. And we, as his adopted children through the cross, who are in covenant in contract with him through baptism, are even given in our covenant and promises a reset button. It is that vow we take that when we fall into sin, we will repent and return to the Lord. Staples has termed it the do-over button. That is in our vows and covenant with God. That no matter how far we stray from God, God will always welcome us back. God will meet us where we are at. God will embrace us and celebrate our return. That is the good news that's found on page 10 of the local paper. But the other news that the tabloids would pick up on immediately is that of the older brother, the one who many of us may relate to because the new tabloid story is older brother refuses to accept younger brother back and turns his back on his father in disdain and hurt. Older brother who worked hard for the father all his life feels father is unfair. But that too is part of our story. God isn't about being fair. God is about grace and forgiveness and reconciliation. God is about abundance. God is about welcome. For those of us who have toiled in the fields as the older brother has, we oftentimes feel his own frustration. Why do they get into the banquet when they've done almost nothing? But it is a reminder to each and, of, each and every one of us, just as we saw last week when the theme of the day was, don't worry about somebody else's sin, worry about your own. It is a reminder that we do not toil in the garden out of obligation to God. We do not serve the Father because we are building up treasure in heaven and merits. It is because we have discovered because we have united with God. We have experienced the grace of God's love and forgiveness. And understand, if it were not for God's grace, if it were not for the cross, we would have no avenue into the heavenly banquet to be part and heirs of the kingdom itself, just like the younger brother. 
And so we offer our time and our toil in this garden, not for merit, but out of our own sense of gratitude and thanksgiving. For that through God's grace, we have been saved. Through God's love for us, Christ sacrificed himself so that we can now be heirs of the heavenly kingdom. Those are the headlines in the heavenly gazette. They are the buried leads in the worldly papers. But those are the headlines we are called to proclaim to the world as we rejoice as heirs of the kingdom of God and participants in the abundant feast of the heavenly banquet. Amen. Please stand and join me in affirming our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The prayers of the people. Let us pray for the whole state of Christ's church and the world. Almighty and ever-living God, who in thy holy word has taught us to make prayers and supplications and to give thanks for all men, receive these our prayers which we offer unto thy divine majesty, beseeching thee to inspire continually the universal church with the spirit of truth, unity, and concord and grant that all those who do confess thy holy name may agree in the truth of thy holy word and live in unity and godly love. Give grace, O Heavenly Father, to all bishops and other ministers, especially Nicholas, our bishop, and Craig, our rector, that they may, both by their life and doctrine, set forth thy true and lively word and rightly and duly administer thy holy sacraments. And to all thy people, give thy heavenly grace, and especially to this congregation here present, that with meek heart and due reverence, they may hear and receive thy holy word, truly serving thee in holiness and righteousness all the days of their life. We beseech thee also so to rule the hearts of those who bear the authority of government in this and every land, especially Joseph, our president, and Daniel, our governor, that they may be led to wise decisions and right actions for the welfare and peace of the world. Open, O Lord, the eyes of all people to behold thy gracious hand in all thy works, and that rejoicing in thy holy creation, they may honor thee with their substance and be faithful stewards of thy bounty. And we most humbly beseech thee, of thy goodness, O Lord, to comfort and succor all those who in this transitory life are in trouble, sorrow, need, sickness, or any other adversity. 
and our parish cycle of prayer, we pray for John and Margaret Alden, Fran Elisakos and Britt Bell, and Alex, Megan Mack, and Luca Anderson. In our diocesan cycle of prayer, we pray for Church Beyond the Walls. And we also bless thy holy name for all thy servants departed this life in thy faith and fear, especially Lisa Gardner and Rhys Castile, beseeching thee to grant them continual growth in thy love and service, and to grant us grace so to follow the good examples of the Blessed Virgin Mary and Peter, our patron, and of all thy saints, that with them we may be partakers of thy heavenly kingdom. Grant these our prayers, O Father, for Jesus Christ's sake, our only mediator and advocate. Amen. Let us confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, maker of all things, judge of all men, we acknowledge and bewail our manifold sins and wickedness, which we from time to time most grievously have committed, by thought, word, and deed, against thy divine majesty, provoking most justly thy wrath and indignation against us. We do earnestly repent and are heartily sorry for these our misdoings. The remembrance of them is grievous unto us, the burden of them is intolerable. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, most merciful Father. For thy Son, our Lord Jesus Christ's sake, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may ever hereafter serve and please thee in newness of life, to the honor and glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of his great mercy hath promised forgiveness of our sins to all those with, who with hearty repentance and true faith turn unto him, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and bring you to everlasting life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Hear the word of God to all who truly turn to him. Come, on, come unto me, all ye that travail and are heavy laden, and I will refresh you. Please stand. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us greet one another with a sign of Christ's love for us. Please be seated. There's a lot to talk about this morning. For those who are visiting or new to St. Peter's who may not have done so, there is a visitor's card in the pew pocket in front of you. Please take a moment and fill it out and let us know how we can um, best provide for you as a new member or visitor of the parish. At the very least, if you'd like to be on our e-net, which is our electronic news, Please um, give us your email in a readable format, please, and we'll be glad to place you on our emailing list. There are many things happening this week. On Tuesday evening, there are two things. One at 6.30 is the vestry meeting by Zoom. That'll start at 6.30. Vestry, you should have your links by now. If you don't have that information, please let me know immediately. Also, at 7 p.m., in the flesh, here in the church, we will have our third of our four sessions with Mother Eileen Lindemann, and that is our Teach Us to Pray series. And it has been a wonderful um, two weeks of just meditation and prayer as one person who is from um, Christ the King Church and enjoying her time with us has said, it's like a mini retreat every week. And so anyone and everyone's invited to join her. Um, you don't have to have been here for the last two weeks. You can just come for this one. And her emphasis is on building relationship with God. So if you would like to enjoy an evening of quiet and meditation, please join us here at 7 p.m. with Mother Eileen. 
on Wednesday at noontime. I hear we've made it to chapter 18. I missed last week's Bible study, but our journey through the book of Acts will continue by Zoom. Again, anyone's invited to join us for that. It is available um, if you call the office or email me and ask for a link to that meeting, and I'll be glad to mail it out to you via email. Also, on Thursday, we have a special treat at 11 a.m. over at Temple Beth Israel. We'll be joining with our friends from there, and Rabbi Adler and I will have, once again, a conversation between a rabbi and a priest. Our focus will be on the Exodus story and the parting of the Red Sea. He will discuss it from a traditional Jewish standpoint, and I will discuss it in light of the crucifixion story and with focus on the tearing in two of the curtain in the temple as symbol of the Red Sea imparting our way from slavery to death into freedom, into new life with Christ. So that'll take place at 11 p.m. at, or 11 a.m. at Temple of Beth David. It will be available by Zoom. If you want to join us that way, that link is in the ENET this week. It'll also be available by podcast, most likely early the week after, because um, Ron will be away this week, um, so we probably won't be able to get it up quite that fast. I don't know. We'll see if there's a miracle or not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go from there. Mm -hmm. hmm. <laughs> Finally, this Saturday, we have once again, Sister Sarah Randall from the Society of St. Margaret's in Duxbury, Massachusetts. She's an Episcopal nun. She will be leading a quiet day. We have been using the working title, The Sorrows of Mary, her official title she revealed this week, which is The Magnificat, her song, our song. It goes from 9 to 3 p.m. Snacks and lunch are included, and we will end with a celebration of the Eucharist. So those who want to take Sunday off, if you come Saturday, you'll get your um, church uh, card punch, shall we say. So um, it should be a wonderful day. She's been with us several times in past years and has always led a fantastic retreat. There's still room. I do ask if you plan to come to let me know no later than noontime on Thursday because I do have to purchase food for the event. But it is open to everyone. Bring friends. Uh, and if people are saying, oh, no, it's quiet day, it's going to be long, uh, it really goes by rather quickly. Uh, it'll be a series of three to four meditations, time of quiet and journaling and coloring. She often brings things for coloring and then back for more time. And oftentimes we eat lunch in quiet depending on the kind of the desire of the group at that point. So that's what's going on this week. Please pay it. There is sign up in the back for next Saturday. Also, in your bulletins this week, for the first time, are slips for donations for Easter flowers and Easter music. Please um, get that into us as soon as possible, as well as on the back is the Holy Week schedule. Uh, believe it or not, Holy Week is in two weeks. It's coming up fast. Two weeks from today is Palm Sunday. So those are all of my announcements. If there's any questions, I'll be glad to um, answer them in the back of the church after services. Oh, I know what I forgot to announce. It's Refreshment Sunday. That's why we have flowers on the altar. That's why I'm wearing robes and not purple. It is Latare Sunday, if you want to look at the Latin. It's Mothering Sunday in England. And for us, it means we have coffee hour. And the table is heavy laden out there. Thank you to everyone who's brought food. Now, to those who have not brought food, you are obligated to come and eat some food because otherwise it will not, um, it'll go bad. So please help make, as my grandma would say, tomorrow a perfect day by wiping those plates clean this morning at coffee hour. Um, join us for conversation. It's a wonderful opportunity to once again begin our social and fellowship time together as a congregation. It covered it all. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us in offering and sacrifice to God.
lift up your hearts. We lift them up unto the Give thanks unto our Lord God. It is very neat, right, and abounded duty that we should at all times and in all places give thanks unto thee, O Lord, Holy Father. Almighty, everlasting God, who dost bid thy faithful people cleanse their hearts and prepare with joy for the Paschal Feast, that fervent in prayer and in works of mercy, and renewed by thy word and sacraments, they may come to the fullness of grace, which thou hast prepared for those who love thee. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, Glory be to thee, almighty God, our heavenly Father, for that thou of thy tender mercy didst give thine only Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption, who made there by his one oblation of himself once offered a full, perfect, and sufficient sacrifice, oblation and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world, and did institute, and in his holy gospel command us to continue a perpetual memory of that his precious death and sacrifice until his coming again. For in the night in which he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he brake it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you, do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of this, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as oft as ye shall drink it in remembrance of me. Wherefore, O Lord and Heavenly Father, according to the institution of thy dearly beloved Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, we, thy humble servants, do celebrate and make here before thy divine majesty with these thy holy gifts, which we now offer unto thee, the memorial thy Son hath commanded us to make, having in remembrance his blessed passion and precious death, his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension, rendering unto thee most hearty thanks for the innumerable benefits procured unto us by the same. And we humbly beseech thee, O merciful Father, to hear us. And of thy almighty goodness vouchsafe to bless 
and sanctify. With thy word and Holy Spirit, these thy gifts and creatures of bread and wine, that we, receiving them according to thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, holy institution, in remembrance of his death and passion, may be partakers of his most blessed body and blood. And we earnestly desire thy fatherly goodness, mercifully to accept this our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, most humbly beseeching thee to grant that by the merits and death of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and through, his, through faith in his blood, we and all thy whole church may obtain remission of our sins and all other benefits of his passion. And here we offer and present unto thee, O Lord, ourselves, our souls, and bodies, to be a reasonable, holy, and living sacrifice unto thee, humbly beseeching thee that we and all others who shall be partakers of this holy communion may worthily receive the most precious body and blood of thy Son, Jesus Christ. Be filled with thy grace and heavenly benediction, and made one body with him, that he may dwell in us, and we in him. And although we are unworthy through our manifold sins to offer unto thee any sacrifice, yet we beseech thee to accept this our bounden duty and service, not weighing our merits, but pardoning our offenses through Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom and with whom, in the unity of the Holy Ghost, all honor and glory be unto thee, O Father Almighty, world without end. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ hath taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for, for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. presume to come to this thy table, O merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in thy manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under thy table, but thou art the same Lord, whose property is always to have mercy. Grant us therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of thy dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood that we may evermore dwell in him and he in us. Amen. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving.
Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, we most heartily thank thee for that thou dost feed us in these holy mysteries with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and dost assure us thereby of thy favor and goodness towards us, and that we are very members incorporate in the mystical body of thy Son, the blessed company of all faithful people, and are also heirs through hope of thy everlasting kingdom. And we humbly beseech thee, O Heavenly Father, so to assist us with thy grace, that we may continue in that holy fellowship and do all such good works as thou hast prepared for us to walk in, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory world without end. Amen. Bow down before the Lord. Look down in mercy, Lord, on your people who kneel before you, and grant that those whom you have nourished by your word and sacraments may bring forth fruit worthy of repentance through Christ our Lord. Amen. Please stand and join in singing hymn 559 found in the blue hymn.
Let us go forth in the name of Christ. Thanks be to God.